Welcome to the inaugural UC Irvine Athletics Podcast. My name is Trent Rush. Really excited to be with you and to share this platform to hear from a lot of really bright people that we're going to be having here on the UC Irvine Athletics Podcast. Over the next several weeks, we're going to get a chance to connect with some of the great coaches around this campus. And there have been uh, a lot of really successful leaders here, and no exception being our first guest in Dan Clatt. We're going to tell you more about Dan uh, coming up in a minute. But this is going to be an opportunity to hear from these coaches and understand more about their personal journey, their background, learn more about their philosophy. Why are they as successful as they are? What are they doing to continue to grow their programs, to maybe reach another level of success? I I think that we can be excited about some really interesting conversations from bright people. I I love that. That is, you know, for me, that's part of why I love doing what I do. Now, I call the games for UC Irvine men's basketball, and and I'm fortunate enough to have these conversations with Russ Turner all the time and I'm sure we'll get Coach Turner here on this podcast at some point but hearing from so many different coaches at UC Irvine uh, just the wealth of knowledge that is there I I think that this is going to be a really exciting podcast that you all are going to really enjoy before I tell you about Dan I I do want to say thank you to our friends at the Newport Rib Company and tell you go check out Newport Rib Company which by the way is now open for indoor and outdoor seating right now I love Newport Rib Company and they are such a great friend to UC Irvine Athletics I know I can't tell you how many meals we have had uh, when I'm with the basketball team. We have Newport Rib Company, and everyone always gets excited when Newport Rib is coming in. Uh, Everyone loves uh, having those meals. And uh, I will just tell you this. it's Not only are they family-owned for the last 35 years, they'll tell you, hey, we might have some competition, but our ribs don't. And I think there's a lot to be said for that because the ribs don't really have competition. They are outstanding, especially uh, for what you're going to find here in the OC. you got sports on the TVs everywhere. I know that if the Ant Eaters have a game on, TV. It's going to be on the screens. They're at Newport Rib Company. They have great takeout packages for outdoor barbecue. If you're having a family event, a team event, all kinds of stuff, uh, get some barbecue. You go to Newport Rib Company. You can find them, ribcompany.com. Also, their phone number is 949-631-2110. Again, 949-631-2110. They're at 2196 Harbor Boulevard in Costa Mesa. Newport Rib Company, outstanding barbecue, and thanks to them uh, for helping support UC Irvine Athletics. Now, I got to tell you about Dan Clatt, who's our first guest, which in many ways is like Mr. UCI. Not only was he an All-American water polo player here for the Anteaters, but he ended up becoming an Olympian. On top of that, he has come back to campus and now is entering his 17th season as the women's water polo coach here at UCI, and he has taken this program to incredible heights. Just this past season, they had a top five finish. At one point, they were right in the top three in the country. Their goal is to win a national championship. And Dan Clad is somebody uh, that truly believes that they're going to be able to get to that level. Additionally, Dan Clad is also an assistant coach now for Team USA Women's Water Polo. So not only is he doing a phenomenal job with the UC Irvine Women's Water Polo Program, but he's got that experience as well and is working to try to win a gold medal in Tokyo in 2021 now uh, for Team USA. So without further ado, here's our conversation with UC Irvine women's water polo coach, 
Dan Klatt. All right, he is Dan Klatt joining us now, uh, talking about uh, a lot of unique times here that we all have had to experience, and there's no doubt this has been uh, an unprecedented year in so many ways. Dan, first of all, thanks for joining us. And you know, I would just kind of like to know about uh, what this time has been like for you. I, I know that you're a busy guy and a lot of things going on, but what has this time uh, been like since uh, really things you know kind of <laughs> fell apart in March? Yeah, I think it's it's been for me a little bit different than for my athletes. For me personally, uh, obviously, I've spent a lot of time at home with my family. Uh, this is an Olympic year, or was an Olympic year, so it was a time when uh, I was kind of in two full time jobs at the same time and doing a lot of traveling. And so I didn't spend a lot of time at home just because I was kind of always on. And so that kind of switched really quickly to a lot of time at home. I have two four-year-olds, so that's been uh, awesome to be able to spend that time with them and just be able to help my wife. Uh, because I have that USA hat as well, our training has been a little bit different. We train on a, a reserve base up in Los Alamitos, uh, and we have been able to do some form of training since June 1. So uh, we got back into the pool a lot quicker than uh, a lot of the collegiate programs did. And from a UCI standpoint, it's really been a lot of uh, meetings, communicating with the athletes up until very recently and kind of encouraging them just to, to find other ways to fill their time, find their other interests, um, build that, that self away from sport. I know we as coaches always tend to want to pull them towards that self that is sport. But I think this was really a time where they could actually figure themselves out and the things that they enjoyed outside of sport and, and work on some of their other goals. And I don't think that will hurt them at all. When we get back to, uh, to full time athletics, I actually think it will, it will help them have some perspective and maybe a little less competitive anxiety and, and uh, just have that, that good feeling about the opportunity and, I think also a lot of them are feeling you had these things in your life that were constant. I don't think any of them, uh, the athletes or even myself, have ever had any interruption to our athletic career, anything that put just a, an immediate stop outside of maybe injury uh, that put a stop to, to athletics. And so I think understanding that nothing is a guarantee and, and how important it is to enjoy these moments that you get with, with college teammates and within a college program is uh, has really come to light for a lot of them. I want to talk about your program at UC Irvine in a second. Uh, first, I do want to kind of talk about what uh, the Team USA element has been like, knowing that coming into this year, supposed to be an Olympic year, and ends up not being against the laid uh, by a season. What was that like uh, from the Team USA perspective of, of thinking, oh, hey, you're ready to go to Tokyo, and then all of a sudden you're not? Well, I think it's really hard because these girls dial themselves in for four years. It's it's not just a one-year thing. You know, you think of college and yes, they're there for four years, but it's kind of a one-year cycle followed by a one-year cycle followed by a one-year cycle. And for these girls, it is a four-year commitment. And I think a lot of them, uh, it was tough in the beginning, but there's a reason why they're all here. I mean, you talk about Olympians being the 1% of the 1%, but these ladies and with the success we've had as a program are like the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. Uh, and so they were able to rebound quickly and, and reset their focus. Uh, most of the team returned almost the entire team. We, we lost one player, just had some, some other things she needed to move on to. 
but the entire team returned and, and committed to another year and um, they're training really hard and, and getting after it right now and um, also working on themselves. We have women taking the LSAT, doing grad school. Uh, it's, it's just a really impressive group overall. So they, they've, they figured it out on their own. They didn't, they didn't need a whole lot of, uh, you know, coaches trying to help them get back on track or anything like that. These, these are, these are powerful women. Dan, in a lot of ways, you are like Mr. UCI when it comes to UC Irvine athletics from your time of having so much success uh, as an athlete and then, uh, you know, becoming an Olympian and now coming into now your 17th season as the uh, water polo coach for the women here at UC Irvine. Um, let's go back to your days as a student athlete here. When you're thinking about, you know, what you're trying to accomplish in the sport, what was that experience like for you as an athlete at UC Irvine? And, and how you were kind of able to help make that transition into coaching way back. You know, I actually didn't know I wanted to coach. My dad's a coach. I didn't know I wanted to coach at all while I was a student athlete at UCI uh, until my very last years when I actually started doing it. Someone invited me in to do it. But as an athlete, the goal was always just to push myself to, to compete. I was just a strong competitor just to be the best I could and try to win I was good at winning little situations. So I saw each situation for what it was, whether it was scoring a goal, stealing a ball, defending a player, every one of those situations just got the competitiveness out of me. I just wanted to win all the time, each of those situations. And so I think that individual development helped me kind of rise to the, um, to the, uh, to the level of Olympian uh, eventually and, and be able to go on a national team career when I look back at my time as, as a UCI athlete and I think about the fortune that these athletes have now, we were a, a much smaller department at that time and had a lot less resources just for our student athletes. And, and I don't think I was near the leader that I could have been as a, um, as a student athlete, just the, the ability, the mental ability that I have. I didn't really know how to share it. I didn't really know how to pull people up to where I was, I just knew how to compete. And one of the things that's been awesome with my coaching career and just kind of watching UCI grow is knowing that about myself. It motivates me that I, that I, I wasn't that as an athlete as, as much as I think I could have been and, and just always kind of checking myself to be that as a coach and try to empower people to be that are in those positions to be the leader that they can be and just to maximize their potentials in more way, their potential in more ways than just playing uh, leadership and um, academically and, and so forth. Dan, I think one of the interesting things, too, uh, about what you do is I think it's really easy to get when you're in a place for a long time and you get used to that culture, you can almost kind of feel like you're in a little bubble there, and it's hard to see past that. You have a, a much different perspective also doing uh, what you do with Team USA as well. When you think about those experiences and the people you've come across, and, and maybe their mentors, maybe other coaches that you've worked with, who have kind of been some of those people? people that have helped you develop as the leader you're talking about and, you know, finding different things that, that can help your program at UC Irvine, but also, you know, personal growth as well. Yeah, I, I had a kind of an interesting time in about 2010 where several people 
came into my life at the same time that were really helpful for me. One of those is the the head coach of the women's USA team, Adam Krikorian, been a really good mentor to me and someone that I've been able to, to bounce ideas off of, just watch and learn. Uh, we have really similar views of the game. So it's that's really helpful because we can talk about things and he's just always thinking about how to refine the program, how to make it better here, and and just being able to take some of those things back. And of course, we we have a different level of development at that stage, getting getting college athletes in. So there's certain things that I have to refine that I learn here. Um, but but that opportunity was 2010 when that came in, and then also I actually lived for the last several years that he was the men's volleyball coach here. I lived with John Spra. Uh, and while well, he was leading the, the men's volleyball program uh, to some of its greatest years and just being around the house with him, reading the notes that he would leave around, having talks about just competitive excellence, um, that was really helpful yeah. uh, for me in, in that time. And I, I've maintained those relationships with those guys throughout. Um, obviously, I'm still working with USA. Adam and I have, have been through 10 years together. Yeah. Uh, and then John is, John officiated my wedding. He's, he's still, you know, one of my best friends to this day. And, and he's just a person that I, I value very highly his opinion about things as, as they are in the world, as they are in athletics, et cetera. So the, those relationships, um, and that time in my life, I just got lucky. I kind of tripped and fell into to both of those situations, but they've, they've continued to help me over the last decade. Well, I, you got to do something to be in position to trip and fall. So I guess that works out. Okay. Uh, for that to happen. Pretty cool. I mean, talk about uh, some uh, outstanding leaders right there. Um, I want to talk about recruiting for a second because I'm just thinking like if you're a high school athlete, first of all, I don't want to put my mind in, in, in my think about what a high school athlete thinks about right now. But at the same time, um, you say, hey, you know, obviously, you know, Dan Klatt, he's, he's got, you know, the, the resume and he's had so much success at UC Irvine and Team USA. Yeah, that, that could be a place that I want to go to. But at the same time, with that work that you do with the you know U.S. national team, do you feel like that helps you try to identify the kind of athletes that you're going to want at your program here that you could say, hey, you know, I, I want someone that's going to be like this. Does that help you? I think it does, but I, I think you have to have perspective for the age group that you're that you're dealing with. I mean, the, this group of women here is 17. Actually, I think it's 19 now, but in, in just top-notch they really have everything together, solid family support. Just they, they have a lot working for them besides just their, their own personal drive. And so I do think you can identify attitude and, and, and people that will succeed. But I also think with collegiate athletes, you, you have to expect and understand that an 18 year old is going to make some mistakes. They could be personal mistakes. They could be, um, you know, just mistakes in the classroom. They could be mistakes in the sport. Uh, and what you're really looking for is not people that are always, they have the ability to perform high level, but people that are able to respond to those mistakes, learn, grow, accept accountability for them and, and move forward better. Um, th those things are really what I'm looking for at, at UCI because it's such a transitional experience 
for people, you're going from this point of just pure dependence on your parents and on your community where you're coming from, your, your high school community um, and your family, and you're coming to college. And the expectation is over that four years that you're going to leave UC Irvine being a independent human being who can stand on their own um, and, and feel confidently in their ability to, to impact whatever entity they enter uh, following UCI. And I take that responsibility really, really seriously. And I don't think everyone comes in at the same level of readiness to, to meet that challenge or preparedness. The goal is for everyone to leave UCI at the same level. So some people have more catching up to do than others. So I don't know if there's a perfect formula for, for recruiting. We obviously try to uh, identify great athletes from from great families and, and um, solid programs before they came to UCI that we feel like can impact our team. But uh, we, and they're all different, but we have kind of the same goal for them once they get here. Let's pause just for a moment to tell you about what's going on with our friends over at Newport Rib Company. By the way, they are open for indoor and outdoor seating. You can check out their takeout packages as well. Just go to ribcompany.com and check out Newport Rib Company, family-owned for over 35 years, bringing you delicious barbecue here to the OC. Dan, so much growth in your program, too, and obviously bringing in great athletes, a big part of that. But last season, a top five national finish, you were ranked in the top three at one point a season ago. And now UC Irvine is, you know, fighting in that class with, you know, the UCLA's and the Stanford's and like the top teams in the country. How would you describe the journey of what it has taken to get UC Irvine women's water polo to that level to have that kind of success that you're having right now? No, well, the journey continues. I think last year was disappointing to finish because it was a, a great year for us. We had a good pro, a good team, and we were playing really well at the time that the season ended. So that was that was unfortunate. But um, I think the journey continues. We are playing competitively with a lot of those teams, but we still need to get over that hump to where we're, we're winning more consistently against those teams. Uh, and so. It, I stay motivated just to, to try to continue. I mean, the goal for us is to eventually win a national championship. If I do that in my 40th year, then uh, <laughs> great. But the, the goal is to, to build to that point uh, and, and continue to do that uh, without losing sight of the other important components of our program, which are growth outside of the pool, meeting those goals of independence that we talked about, um, I am unwilling to sacrifice those things for a victory. So um, those those things have to be met first. And sometimes that slows down progress a little bit to stop and have to check yourself on those other goals. And um, sometimes it even makes you take a step back, but we're always going to prioritize those things and, and and then continue trying to find creative ways to, to move forward. Um, and, and we have a really, we have a consistent staff. I don't think people realize that either. So Andrew, uh, who is the, the associate head coach, Andrew Rowe with our program, has been with us for over a decade as well. Um, Bruce Reynolds, who's our director of operations, has been with us for a decade as well. Um, we've had a lot of assistant coaches in the next couple positions move in and out, but a lot of those have been either past players of ours or national team players. So we've had a, a staff 
um, we've been able to provide really good resource uh, in our program with our immediate staff that, that oversees women's water polo. Sure. And you kind of touched on this a little bit, but you know, to get to, to this point, and obviously you're still hungry, obviously you're, you're trying to win a national championship, as you just said, and trying to get to that highest level. But when you think about some of the, the real building blocks that you've had in your program, how would you describe kind of what those are and those those core values of UC Irvine women's water polo to, to get you to this point? Uh, well, we number one is focus. We have we have four of them kind of that we that that we try to stick to, and and they have some um, some sub uh, divisions as well. But uh, number one is focus, just being focused and dialed into this to this experience. I think when people describe a college experience, a lot of the time, a lot of it is, is chaos, you know, what people are thinking of. And, and we try to reel that in a little bit and, and talk about just being present in athletics, in academics, um, in your life outside of either one of those two things, just try to be as, as present as you, as you poss- possibly can. Um, effort, just making sure that you're not floating through the motions, you know, that, that, you're not celebrating the fact that you got to somewhere. You're kind of always looking ahead to what that next thing is and, and also evaluating what effort it's going to take to get to that next thing uh, as best as possible. And then integrity, um, as I kind of mentioned before, and this kind of goes hand in hand with that, um, where I was talking about we would, we would maybe take some steps back or, or have slower progress forward because we're really thinking about that that piece of integrity and making sure we're doing things right and not just doing them or, or not taking the, the easy route or the, um, the route that lacks integrity to victory. Uh, we want to make sure we're, we're doing that correctly. And then the last one is family. Uh, we want to create, create a network of, of women that's everlasting where you feel comfortable coming back to this program at, um, any time you feel connected with the current student athletes, you feel connected with the past student athletes, you feel a responsibility to connect with the future student athletes as they come in and, and it just stays a part of your, um, your life forever. And I, I think that's, uh, that's something that's essential. And, and also just the truth that comes with family beyond that you think about, a family and nothing's perfect, right? You fight with your brothers and sisters, with your parents, you, you go through really hard moments together. And we want to replicate that environment here. We don't want it just to be all um, beautiful and pristine all the time. We want it to be real and we want it to be truthful. So we want to make sure that we're, we're sharing our hardest moments with one another. We're helping each other get through them. Um, we're accepting each other for who we are. Uh, and it, it, it just, it brings us more close and connected. So that family piece is, is really important as well. Those are kind of our four. Wow. That, I appreciate you laying all that out. And that was, you know, the, the family element too, I think is a great point that you bring up. And in many ways, you know, you have your program as a family, which is also a part of a bigger family, which is the UC Irvine Athletics family, which is a part of the university and all that. And if I, I think if anybody can understand that, having been around UC Irvine for as long as you have, then I think it would be you. What is, what is the culture like at UC Irvine as far as athletics? And, and maybe how is, have you seen it change over time uh, from when you were first here as a student athlete yourself to you know now coaching uh, these uh, talented women? 
So when I first got here as an athlete, we had a really small staff, athletic administration staff in general. So you think of what our student support staff has grown to these days. When I was a student athlete, it was two people. Um, we had a, a compliance uh, coordinator and, um, you know, we had a, a student services personnel person. They were great. Keith Shackelford, Kari Johnson, shout out to those guys. They were great. Um, but they were doing a lot for a lot of athletes. I mean, they were, they were monitoring a lot. Um, and the reason why they were able to do that job and other administrators were able to do the job that they were doing is just because it is a really tight knit kind of family oriented, lean on each other kind of department um, just within, within UC Irvine. And as it's grown um, and we've, we've added personnel and, and, you know, we've created a, a, a larger business plan and, and business program and development plan and program um, and a larger administration staff. Uh, I think a lot of those, those values have remained. Um, we do have some carryover from people who worked with our department from then. And I think that's really helpful as well. I don't think it's as easy to have that same um, structure. The more people you get, the harder it gets and to, to bring everyone together because they're all kind of running in different directions, even within our department. Although everything is about UCI athletics and making it great, there's people that have very specific responsibilities and they're making sure that they fill those. And you don't always get to interact as a coach. We're very lucky because we get to kind of cross the boundaries of every different um, part of athletics and, and interact with with people, but a lot of our employees within athletics who do essential work um, and do a really great job of it don't get that opportunity to interact with other areas or um, or with even the student athletes. And so I, that is uh, it's it's really tough as your as your numbers grow to do that. And I just think. We have a lot of coaches who were alumni and a lot of coaches who have been here for a long time. And I think it's our responsibility and, and we take it seriously to really try to, to, to keep that environment going. And, and administrators as well. It's not just the coaches that are doing it, but a lot of our long-term employees that, that know what, um, where we came from and, and what it's like. And um, there's also this commitment to get better. So getting better requires you to grow. It requires you to add personnel, to add duties, to add components of the, the overall athletic program. Uh, and just trying to figure out how well that growth is taking place. It continues to align with what our values are. Dan, I know that you're somebody that is really active when it comes to uh, connecting with other coaches and being around other programs and going to games and those kind of things. Why why do you feel like it's so important for you to, to be such a supporter of so many different uh, coaches and teams on campus to be a part of that? Like, why Why is that so important to you? Well, number one, you want to be a good example to the student athletes. They should be supporting one another and they need to realize that sometimes they can get caught seeing their family as just the small piece, their program. And they need to understand that their family here, UCI athletics actually extends beyond that uh, and making sure that, that they are going, they are supporting their, their fellow student athletes. Um, they are creating those relationships with other teams and just when you when you work with these other coaches and you realize how dedicated and focused they are, um, you want to support them for that. They have the same beliefs you do. Um, they have the same drive you do. They want to see UCI be great. 
uh, and why not support that? You know, why, why not be there to see that? And, and just growth in programs too. It's very fun to watch. You know, I went to, um, when our, when our men's team beat, uh, Kansas state in the first round of the men's basketball tournament, I went to the, uh, they at the alumni house, they had a, they had a showing of the game and it was, I'd never seen our campus have that many people from different areas of campus in one place, but with the same energy. Uh, and when you know that athletics can do things like that for the campus, you want to be there to try to support these other, these other programs to rise them up to that level where they can, they can unify our campus in that way. Uh, what a phenomenal moment that was too. Dan, I really appreciate you taking so much time to uh, talk with us about so many different things. I really appreciate it. Best of luck to you and your program. I, I look forward to whenever uh, you guys are able to fully get back in the pool and get back to playing whenever that time can happen, when it's uh, safe and, uh, able to do that. I, I look forward to it. But in the meantime, I really appreciate you joining us here on this podcast and hope to see you soon. Take care. Thanks a lot, Trent. I appreciate it. Thanks again to Dan Clatt for providing just, I thought, some phenomenal insight about his program. And the, for me, the building blocks for how he's been able to have that kind of success, showing that it's a lot bigger than what gets done in the pool. It's bigger than just sports. It's that family element and everything that goes into it and, and honesty and integrity and personal growth and all those things about uh, becoming a better person. Uh, I think it's really neat to hear Dan talk about those things, and we do really appreciate him spending some time with us. Be sure to continue to check out UCIrvineAthletics.com and also follow UC Irvine Sports on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of it. UC Irvine is there, and we'll get you up to speed on who's going to be coming up uh, on this podcast here in the coming weeks. If you're like me, you are impatiently waiting for sports to begin. Maybe some of you out there do a better job with patience than I do, but I'm ready for sports to begin, and uh, hopefully it is right around the corner. At least that's the way it looks like uh, for men's and women's basketball. And of course, a special thank you to Newport Rib Company, for their support of UC Irvine Athletics, you can go check out Newport Rib Company. Open inside and outside seating is available right now. they got sports on the TVs everywhere. They'll tell you they have a lot of competition, but their ribs don't. And uh, take it from me, I-, I love their ribs. I love enjoying Newport Rib Company. They have great takeout packs. If you're going to have an outdoor barbecue, family party, team events, all that stuff, it's great. Just go to ribcompany.com for all the details. Family owned for over 35 years, Newport Rib Company. I'm Trent Rush. Thanks for listening. This has been the UC Irvine Athletics Podcast.